Hello guys, welcome to the Word Up Podcast. On this program, we discuss you versions, Bible verse of the day. And if you're joining us for the first time, we're glad to have you. I'm Matthew Ojas, your host, and it's my pleasure to share with you today. In today's episode, we will be looking at overcoming worry and anxiety. Overcoming worry and anxiety. And we'll read from Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. It reads, Do not be anxious or worried about anything. But in everything, every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known to God. And I read the message translation as well, which says, Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good, will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. This is so good. I'm hoping that by the power of God's Spirit, we'll be able to unpack a few thoughts surrounding this verse. Shall we begin? The Apostle Paul was writing to the church in Philippi, to encourage them. It's important to note that Paul was imprisoned at the time he wrote this letter and he knew not what his fate would be but he still had enough courage to encourage others. Imagine being imprisoned for being a Christian undergoing persecution but he was not going to be deterred by any of those. In fact, he wrote in another book that the sufferings that we go through are nothing compared to the glory that will be that will be revealed in us. <clears throat> Certainly, there was something that Paul knew that many of us need to know. There was something he encountered that we need to encounter. The reason I say this is because some of us don't even need to be in prison before we lose hope. But here is a man, he had been beaten, stoned, delayed ambush for him, trying to assassinate him, but yet he still has courage and he is unwavering in his belief. No wonder, in 2 Timothy 1 verse 11 and 12, he said, To which I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. He says, for this reason, I also suffer these things. That means for the reason of being an apostle of Christ, I suffer these things. But he continued to say, nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed. And I'm persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. I know whom I have believed, he said. No wonder he is unwavering because he has had a revelation knowledge. It's not a superficial knowledge that Paul had. He had a revelation knowledge, a convincing knowledge of the one that he believes. He also said he was persuaded, which means he was convinced beyond doubt. I believe this is where God would have us be, a place where we're not following him because someone says so, but a place of being fully persuaded where nothing can make us doubt the one we have believed. This brings me to ask the most important question there is, do you yet believe in Jesus? If you don't, please stick around because we will have an opportunity to pray and lead you to put your faith in him at the end of this episode. 
Certain things are impossible except by the grace of God. We started this episode today by clarifying the recipients of Apostle Paul's letter. He was writing to the Christians in Philippi. And why is this important? (laughs) What Paul wrote here is impossible by every human standard. It's practically humanly impossible not to worry or be anxious. Watch this. Although he was addressing Christians, not all Christians yet walk in this reality. It takes absolute reliance on God's help for you to fulfill the requirements of this scripture. What brings about worry, anxiety or fear, whatever you call it, they're all the same. How do these come? There is something called the spirit of fear which we will not delve into today. We will look at worry in simple terms. So why do people worry? Why do people simply worry? I think this has to do with three things broadly. One, ability. We worry when we lack the ability or the capacity to deal with a situation in a certain way. So ability. The second reason why I think we worry is resources. We worry when we lack the resources to deal with certain situations of life. And the third reason why I think people worry is when we don't, we're not sure of a positive outcome in a situation. You know, we worry when we're not certain that the outcome will be a positive outcome. I believe that everything we have ever worried about and will ever worry about would fit into one of these three categories. So if we want to overcome worry and anxiety, we need to settle these and the Apostle Paul tells us how to do it. You know, the message translation says, don't fret, don't worry. Instead of worrying, pray. That's what the message translation says. And the Amplified says, Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, in every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific request known to God. Are you still there? As humans, we have limited abilities limited resources and are unable to determine the outcome in all situations. It is important to note that there are different realms in this world. There is the spiritual realm and the physical realm. And the spiritual realm controls the physical realm. People have different ways of accessing the spiritual realm. Some have stumbled on illegitimate means and have exposed themselves you know, to certain practices that have held them in bondage and are seeking to be free but don't know how. If that applies to you, please stick around. We will say a prayer for you at the end of this episode and by the power of God's Spirit, you will be set free. Paul writing to the Colossians said in chapter 2 and verse 10, he says, Jesus Christ is the head of all principalities and power. So, every power that there is in heaven, on earth, and underneath the earth bows to the name of Jesus Christ. He says, instead of worrying, pray. Instead of worrying. So, don't do this, but do that. Don't do this, but do that. Instead of Focusing your energy on worrying, 
put that same energy into prayer. And how do you pray an acceptable prayer? You pray to God the Father, the creator of heaven and the earth. You pray to God the Father through his son, Jesus Christ. And you pray to God the Father through his son, Jesus Christ, by the help of the Holy Spirit. You must have heard me say, by the help of the Holy Spirit, by the power of the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is the dispensation of the Trinity that is right here with us on earth today. Putting it simply, praying like this brings God into your situation. God has many qualities, one of which is that he hears us when we pray. There are many sort of, um, you know, things that people worship people worship all sorts these days but what makes god the almighty stands out is that he's not wood or stone god is not an image that we put in the pocket he's not an image that we tie on our neck he's not something we tie on our wrist that does not hear or see the God that we serve, the God I'm talking about, is not the one that's got eyes that cannot see or ears that cannot hear. He is the one that when you call upon, he will answer. He says in the book of Jeremiah, he says, call unto me and I will answer. So he is the living God. He is the God who is alive. And that God has many qualities that we're going to talk about now. One of those qualities is that he hears us, like I've said. The other one is that he is omnipotent. And what that means is that he is all-powerful. While humans have a limit to what their power can achieve, God has no limits to what he can do. He can do all things. He created the entire universe. So there is nothing too hard for him to do. Another quality that God has that applies to us today is that he is all-sufficient. What this means is that his resources can never run dry. No one knows the end of his worth. God has so much resources, enormous resources, that he can never run out. One other quality of God that we must know today is that he is all-knowing. Which means you don't when you don't when you don't know the outcome, God knows it. And as we grow in our intimacy with Him, He begins to share these secrets with us. So, dear friends, the key to overcoming worry and anxiety is the great exchange of our limitations with God's grace, with God's abilities, with God's strength through the channel of prayer. And as we pray, He says. Add to your prayer thanksgiving and continue to make your request to God. Okay? Thank him for all he has done. So we serve a God that does not only hear, that does not only respond, but the God that is able to answer. The God that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what you may ask, think, or imagine according to his power. All right. So as you pray, thank him. As you pray, thank him and you will see him move in your way. So what is the way to overcome worry or anxiety? When you know that your strength is limited, rest on God. When you know your resources is limited, rest on God. When you know you don't know the outcome, 
Rest on God. And you don't need to wait until you get into those situations. You can rest on God from the start and just coast onto the finish by saying, Lord, I do not know the way around my life. I want you to take the lead and lead the way so we can follow. There are two sets of people I want to pray for today. Those who want to make Jesus their Lord. You want to commit your life to Jesus and make him your savior. I pray this prayer with you. Just repeat these words after me. Say, Dear Jesus, today I invite you into my life. I I dedicate my heart to you. I confess that I'm a sinner. Have mercy on me. Wash me with your blood. Come in and live in my heart. Take over my life. Make me brand new. I confess that you lived, you died, and you rose again for me, for my justification. And now I have a new life. I am born again. In Jesus' name. If you've said that prayer, you've invited Jesus into your life and he has given you his Holy Spirit. All right. The next set of people I was going to pray with are those who are struggling with um, certain spirits. You're stuck. You know, you found yourself um, exhibiting certain practices and you're now stuck in sort of fetish um, or spiritualism and stuff like that. And you want to be free. Just Open your heart now and receive freedom. Father, by the power of your Holy Spirit, I pray for everyone listening to this podcast who is stuck, they're held captive um, by any means. Lord, I pray, whether lawfully or unlawfully, I set them free now. In the name of Jesus, everyone listening that is stuck in some fetish practice, I command you enemy, lose your hold on these ones. I decree, lose your hold on these ones, for these ones are the temple of God. They are the children of the Most High. I release God's power to set you free. Right now, I decree your freedom, never to be bound again. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. If you've prayed these two prayers with me, you're saved. All right? You're born again. You've received Jesus into your life. You have the Holy Spirit. So now what's next is to grow, grow in him, growing him. Just identify a Bible believing church near you. Tell them you've just received Jesus into your life and you would like to grow in your relationship with him. God bless you. I'll see you again next week. Thanks. Bye bye.